This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. Our homes have become the center of our universe as we spend more and more time at home. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has ideas to help lower your bills. Visit ComEd.com slash home savings. All right, and this is the sound of Hey, I Was Wondering returning. As the Hey, I Was Wondering mailbox fills up. If you have questions you're wondering about, things you'd like to talk about, clear up, whatever they might be, you can email us, you can text us at 60123. You can go on our social media sites and leave them there. And you know the rules. If we use your Hey, I Was Wondering, those Eric in the Morning travel mugs will eventually be shipped your way. I really miss this. I didn't think I'd miss it as much as I did. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's, my, it's a good segment. Thank you. Oh, my right. gosh. Give you a lot. Not a winner. She was, uh, she's actually reviewing us like the sports guys were reviewing exactly, the last night. Exactly. Last night. Like uh, hey, good morning, Eric. A long-time listener, first-time emailer. Uh, I've been wondering if Melissa misses her weekend lunches at Costco. I remember hearing a few weeks back before the stay-at-home shelter was put in place that uh, on her weekends she would uh, spend them walking through the aisles of Costco looking for free food and lunch. Oh, yeah. uh, what do your weekends look like now that Costco isn't giving out the samples? By the way, here's my home address for that mixed coffee mug. Thanks, John. <laughs> way to work it. John. <laughs> Well, Melissa? Well, I do miss it. I mean, I have had to go to Costco maybe twice since this whole uh, sheltering in place thing has started. And yeah, you know, did you, you have to wait to get in. I did. I had to wait in line. They actually had um, crates outside to make um, a line kind of zigzag around gotcha. to separate people. And then the blue tape on the ground to make sure everybody was separated and that kind of thing. So it probably took about 20 minutes to get in. Um, but, yeah, as I roamed through, I noticed, you know, there were absolutely no right. samplings around. So it was a little disappointing. But, you know, I get it. I understand. And I'm patiently waiting till they come back. How often would you go to lunch at Costco? Both days of the weekend, Saturday and Sunday? Well, it was basically any time I needed a grocery run. So, mm-hmm. for sure, once a week. So, is Costco your primary grocery store, too? Um, it is for especially, like, bulk items. Like, when you need to go get, like, toilet paper and paper right. towel. And then you if, just get some food, too. If Jewel or Mariano's uh, said, hey, Melissa, we'll give you f- some free samples. We want you back. Would you start going back to them, return to them to do your grocery shopping? Yes, I would. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, they have what do you? The Marianos, they do when they open up new ones. The first like several weekends, right. they do. They draw have you food. in. They yeah. have some sample days, I think, oh, even look. regularly after they open. Free for a food, while. free food. Come on in, come on sure, in. Of Next thing you know, they got you hooked. <laughs> Saturday night, the One World Together at Home concert on all the major networks. All the big stars turning out, all three late night hosts. Uh, teaming up to host together, Lady Gaga putting the thing on. Big stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big stuff. Everybody in their house sounding just slightly off key. Yeah, that's fine. It's, you it's, listen to everybody sing and realize, all right, now I understand why they do this in a studio. Yeah, keep it real. And have all sorts of post-production available afterwards exactly. with a lot of thumping and, you know, and sonic machines and that kind of thing. Yeah. One oh, World Together God. at Home, your top three favorite moments involved. Who? Lori. Kesha, praying. Kesha. How did I miss Kesha? I totally missed you that, too. You probably went to the bathroom. She did Praying, huh? I, I missed that what? 100%. Yeah, that thing's a slow song, too, no doubt about it. I did uh, like this one. Anne. Yes. Favorite. I like Elton John. Elton John. He, he was had the... a basketball hoop in the back. Right, yeah, yeah, that roll-away basketball hoop. And he was having a hard time chucking like his dentures were going <laughs> to yeah. fall off. But the basketball <laughs> hoop in the driveway yeah. was such a hilarious touch. It was an interesting uh, location that, that he so chose great. to perform from. 
Did you hear? Huh? What, what song did he sing? Not I'm, I'm still, still standing. Was it I'm still standing? Yeah. I'm still standing. But he wasn't opening his mouth. Well, I was like, serious? are his teeth yeah. gonna fall out? Oh my god! A lot done to that face and mouth, I don't know probably. What's going on there? Oh. Uh, hi there, Jane. Yeah, hi. hi. I'm awake. I'm on the Breakfast Club. Oh, you're what? I was awake for the Breakfast Club. You were saying nobody's awake. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was your favorite performance? Oh, the Stones can't always get what you want. Yeah. The Rolling Stones performing, proving how are those guys still alive? Look at this. We can all get through this together. That's true. Those guys have lived through it. They've lived through it. <laughs> live My through God, everything. we're going to make it. Absolutely. Oh, true. <laughs> uh, your top three, 312-233-1019. Uh, you vote for what at number three, Jim? Uh, Charlie Watts playing luggage with the Stones or whatever he was playing. Another he was Stones playing thing. the luggage for yep. the percussion. Charlie Watts playing the luggage. I, see, I didn't see the Stones' performance. Oh, no, that was uh, pretty good because they're in four separate boxes sure. on the screen, four separate places, and they I did gotcha. it very well. Oh, uh, you cool. vote for who, Sandy, at number two? John Legend didn't know the words to the very last performance with Celine Dion and Lady Gaga and Fatelli. He didn't know the words. He kept reading it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, can't go off script. Yep. And then finally in at number one. I might agree, Gail. I liked the performance you did as well of? Of Keith Urban, accompanied by Keith Urban, accompanied by Keith Urban. There it is. Yep. Keith well, Urban, Cowboy Keith. How'd he pull that yeah. off? Well, yeah, yeah. He, uh, Trickery. And, he must have an app. He does have an app and three different camera angles, three different performances all melded together. So he was playing with himself, with himself, so to speak, which sounds bad, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Did you realize it? Because the first time when the second Keith Urban came on, I was like, holy cow, his guitarist looks just like him. <laughs> he took a second to pick up. I'm like, he's even got the same tattoo as well. Oh, that's really weird. It's, I mean, that's it's nice that he's devoted to him. But, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Nicole Kidman walked out with one of the Keith Urbans, but not the other that's two. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, they said it's really bad to fall asleep in front of your TV. It's supposed to be really bad for you. Mm-hmm. But then another survey says six in ten Americans say they rely on technology to improve their sleep. From using smartphones to set their bedtime and apps to limit evening screen time and a host of other things they're saying, i got to incorporate more technology so I sleep better. Right. Me, I just think pills. Yeah, Although, you know, it, the thing is, if you take, like, a, like, I don't like taking melatonin anymore because I I dream too vividly. Really? Mm. All night long. And then that makes me feel not, not well rested. Mm. Or the other option is to take like a prescription sleep aid that I have. Yeah. But then a lot of times I'll like wake up in the driveway with my pants on backwards and have no idea how <laughs> I got there. Because <laughs> it's just, you lose time. Like right. six hours right. of your life just disappearing. Right. You know, and the happened. ability to put on pants. Right. And I'm in New Orleans. I don't oh. know how I got there. <laughs> so I try to avoid that. Wow. So what other things are there available to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you suggest what when you can't sleep? 312-233-1019. Deb, when you can't sleep? I uh, use a fireplace light in my room to make finger puppets until I get bored <laughs> and I go to sleep. <laughs> you just right. bore yourself to sleep. All right. All right. Finger puppets. I think I'd rather end up... Uh, my pants on backwards in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. finger puppet. I only know one oh, finger puppet. I can't ever do more than that. Is there more? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got ten fingers, so the possibilities at least go up that high. Show's going to start at seven. <laughs> I'm going uh, to. I'm wonder, sensing I've around here. That. So, honey, I think that uh, everybody on the show thinks we haven't gone on the air yet. I think we're going on at seven, like we did last week. Are is we that, on? Is that what everybody's on? thinking? It's like just an off-air warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, right, John. When you can't sleep. 
I uh, play video games on my phone. Don't you feel like that activates your brain more than relaxes it? No, because I'm playing solitaire or gummy drops. So. Oh, something boring. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nothing too heady. Nothing that's going to tax right. your brain too much. 312-233-1019. Anybody listening who? Most people, smallest space, self-quarantine. They say uh, now people are experiencing too much togetherness. Oh, now it's happening? Yeah. It wasn't happening three weeks ago? I'd put up that it was happening three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who has the most people contained in one space? Uh, we want to start with six. Hang on, Matthew. Hang on, Linda. Uh, hi there, Bridget. Oh, hi. Uh, how many people are self-quarantined together? There are six of us. All right, there are six. Okay. Woo. Uh, and who's in there? It's myself, my husband, and my four sons. Okay. Oh, four sons. Uh, a lot of man <laughs> yes. smell in the house. A lot yes, of man and smell. and a lot of food being eaten. Right. Consumption is very oh, high. Oh, my God. Uh, what's the most difficult part of uh, living around five males? Uh, it's actually not so bad. Everyone's in their own little spot. Right. We're all in our own little area. Any conflict yet? Um, other than complaining that there's never any food. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You're like, hey, you could be out there living on your own if you want. Exactly. Right, yeah, I get it. All right, 312-233-1019. Matthew, how many people? Eight. Eight what? people all contained in one area. Holy cow. Uh, run me through those. My, um, myself, my wife, two boys, two girls, and my in-laws. Oh, oh nice. the in-laws too, huh? Nice. Uh, how big of an area? How, how big a house? 3,200 square feet. Whoa, that's a big one. Has there ever been a moment that you've considered maybe a tent in the front yard? Um, I've thought about refinishing the basement and locking a few of them down there. There you go. Which is harder, the in-laws or the direct family members? Of the in-laws, of course. Oh, no doubt about it. That's tough to hear. He's got eight. Linda, can you top that? He had eight. Um, my in-laws, my sister-in-law, they have nine in their family. Nine. Yikes. Nine. There are, it is my sister-in-law, her boyfriend, his son, my in-laws, her three kids, and then, of course, the son has a girlfriend living with them. Oh, there you go. They, they've to. been there for over a year. A year? <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah. How big of a house? Uh, it's about 2,300 square foot. Man, you have to be in each other's face. They are on <laughs> top of each other. Are you getting any feedback from them? Are tension levels rising dramatically? You know, it's not. They're a pretty easygoing family. We actually own the house. They rent it from us. So, uh-huh. um, and they and they all are no, no essential workers, so they're there all the time. Wow. I'm on my way to work now, so oh, I get to leave my house, so I'm happy. <laughs> I would be sleeping in the back seat of the car in the driveway. There's well, no there doubt about a it. Tiny house, there is a tiny house that one person goes to um, to sleep in just to get away. They have a little tiny house built in the back of the yard. Uh, is it like a lotto who gets that each night? <laughs> they should do that. That's a great idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm full of them. Yeah. <laughs> Nine people all self-quarantined together. You thought you had it bad. Yeah, so this guy uh, goes to Reddit and says, listen, I, I panicked. My daughter wasn't washing her hands. and They couldn't find her doll. And so I said, well, you know, the, your doll passed away from coronavirus because we don't wash our hands enough. And her daughter, oh his god. daughter looks horrified. And he's like, oh my god, I didn't mean that. <laughs> right. no, he doesn't know what to do. And he feels terrible. He's traumatized the poor kid. And you got to just say, I know. These are bad moments. They're not proud moments. But you survived them because your parents did the exact same thing to you. 312-233-1019. Because, Angel, your parents once told you what? 
that they let my turtle go in the Indiana Ocean. The Indiana Ocean. I wasn't aware that Indiana had an ocean. Hmm. Yeah. It took me until I was 16 to figure out that one out. <laughs> <laughs> so you're more distracted by the geography than the loss of the turtle. Up until then, you're like, we're not as far from the ocean as you think we are. Yeah, the Indiana Ocean. It's, a, it's an impressive body of water. Hi, Linda. Hey. Yeah, I had a crazy chocolate lab, and I couldn't handle it anymore, so I told my son that she had to get married and go live with her husband. You told your son that. Oh, the dog. other one. I got it. Yeah. The crazy dog had yeah. to go marry the... Cr- I got it. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I got you. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Hello. I once told uh, by your parents. Um, yes. My mom told my sisters that I let the family dog run away. She told them that I opened the back door when I was really only two. And, okay, uh, so she put the heat out. on you with, the, with your <laughs> sisters. Yeah. Oh let God. the two-year-old take the heat. Right. It didn't come out until I was a teenager. Uh-huh. So even uh, for many, many years, you thought you would actually let your dog go? Yes. And what had happened to the dog? They just gave it away? Yes, he took it to the shelter because it, it wasn't a good dog. It was digging and running. and Yeah. 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 wasn't a lot of trouble. Yeah, all right. So we took the dog to the shelter. We can either own up to this with the kids or we can just blame it on the two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Let's blame it on the kid. Dick's sticking with you. Uh, hi, Sean. Hi. My great-grandfather taught us that when you die, St. Peter would put the entire world to darkness, and you'd have to find every crumb of boot that you wasted with a fire burning on the tip of your finger, and it slowly would burn through each of your fingers. Wait a minute. What? Because <laughs> he didn't want to waste food. So, so you ate more cleanly? Uh, just so that you would clear your plate. Ah, all right. It's like ah, maybe the no waste. And he's like, you know, all those crumbs. Twisted. Yeah. yeah, when you die, you're you're gonna actually be set on fire <laughs> so you find all those crumbs. Oh my wow. god! Your great grandfather had quite the vivid imagination. Yeah, ah. he did. Oh. Hey, Linda. <laughs> Hi there. Hi. Hi. Your parents so, um, told you. I grew up. Oh gosh, it was my mom actually. So um, I grew up in a household. I was five, and my sister was eight. My brother was nine, and my mom had a part-time job at night at Luther General Hospital in the oh. emergency room. I think I know her. So she comes home oh, one time, oh, and she's uh-huh. tired, uh-huh. and trying to convince us that she's tired of cleaning the house that we should do more. So she says, "I quit. I'm not the maid." And I, in that moment, a five-year-old mind was just like. Well, if you're just a maid, who the heck is my mom? And had a complete meltdown Wait a minute. because she could Wait a not convince me. Yes. Your mom. So you thought your mom yeah. was the maid because she said she's not going to be the maid. Then <laughs> right. you thought you didn't have a mom. Yeah. Exactly. She said, I quit. I'm not the maid anymore. Yeah, and, I, don't, I don't know that I would have been able to figure oh, that out even then. Yeah. That's that's very confusing. Confused you. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, if you're not the okay. maid, that's fine. Will you send one over? Because <laughs> I'm not cleaning this up. Welcome to Lily's Bake Sale. Today, we're offering the red velvet cupcakes that Mrs. Johnson next door called breathtaking. Cash, credit, or online payment accepted. Just like Lily, ComEd provides multiple payment options. Need a gluten-free or vegan? Just ask our staff. I'm not your staff. I'm your brother. Choose the payment option that works best for you. Auto pay, online, phone, mail, or in person. Visit ComEd.com pay. ComEd. Powering lives. One order of gluten-free cupcakes coming right up. Gathering the results of the Secret Eric in the Morning off-air poll. Asking uh, if you participate, if you're working from home, if we can ask you a question about that. 312-233-1019. It's week five of the stay-at-home order. Maybe you've been home all this time working from home. So I'm looking for an answer to this question. Hi, Bonnie. 
Hello, Bonnie. Yo, Bonnie. Hello. Hey, Hello. what's Hi, going Bonnie. on? Yeah, you had us on mute, Bon. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Uh, you working from home, Bonnie? <laughs> I am. Do you miss going to the office, yes or no? Uh, about 80%. I'll be like Melissa and give you a percentage. Okay, 80% of you misses it. That works. What do you miss about going to the office? Uh, the social interaction of the employees. I know we were a small office, 18 people, but still, I miss I miss laughing and talking. Sure. I, it's kind of boring here. Yeah, I sure. that. Uh, if, uh, but you don't miss the actual work part of it going to the office. You can just do all that at home and be just fine? I actually miss that, too, because I, I have three computer screens at work, and I've, I'm very spoiled, and here at home, I have just one. So. Right, right. It's actually harder to work from home. Okay, got it. Uh, do you miss Mary going into work? No. 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 Not at all. Why is that? I don't know. I brought all my computer screens here, and I'm all set up nice, and I can take my dogs for a walk when I want. Yeah. And Your time and is yours. They yeah. can't keep track of you, at least okay. as far as you know. Although we mentioned uh, last week the software they have now that they can keep track, employers can keep track if you're actually working. Right. Yeah, I don't they, like that. They'll put Watch that in there, you. and you won't even know it's happening. <laughs> uh, the reason I bring this up is because there's a new site that simulates work noises if you miss going to the office. Like uh, work noises. Yeah. Karen talking next door in the cubicle? Aptly called, I miss the office. Oh. The site <laughs> generates office noises such as squeaking of an armchair or someone humming nearby. Oh my god. Replicating no. the soothing tones of hmm. modern office life. The site also lets you add more sounds by <laughs> clicking on the objects on the page so it'll add the different sounds you want in there. And even lets you decide how many coworkers you'll have around, so you can have that background noise. <laughs> I don't know. About the more employees like there are, the noisier it gets. Hmm. Uh, we just asked ten people off the air. Do you miss going into work? Hmm. Ten people that have been working from home for the past five weeks. Do you miss going to work? What percentage do you think said yes? I'm going to say only f- right split down the middle. Five. Five said yes. Well, six miss it. Seven. Eight people miss oh, going to work. Bad. There you go. You never thought you'd say it, but you do. As you enter week five, you're like, man, what I wouldn't go in, do to go into the office <laughs> right about now. No. 41% of women never, under any circumstances, do this in front of their partner. 41%. It's caught off guard by this. Even now, fifth week of self-quarantine. You're like, no, look away. Mm-hmm. You can't see this. What would it be, Sean? I'm thinking it's go to the potty. Go to the potty. No. <laughs> oh, that's my guess. Yeah, good guess. <laughs> you always good have guess. to do that with the door open. Uh, yeah. 23% of men leave the bathroom door open within the first month of being in the new relationship. 8% of women do the same. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Depends I'm what much. you're doing, but leave yeah. Leave the bathroom door open. No. 41% never in front of their partner, Margie. Plucking unwanted facial hairs? Plucking unwanted hairs, no. Oh, that was a good guess, though. No, I don't have the answer on that one, sorry. (laughs) But I do have this, 41% never under any circumstances in front of their partner, Kelly. Take off their makeup. That is exactly right. Almost half. What? What? I know, I was shocked too. Why? Almost half. Never remove their makeup in front of their partner ever. Maybe because they don't want them to see how much is on. Could like, be. whoa, that's or how the, much you pick up. The process is you're chipping it off, <laughs> scrubbing it away. But yeah, you'd see the big difference though at the end. Yeah, oh, we see the difference, but maybe it's the taking it off part that freaks us out. I guess. 41% of women hmm. never remove their makeup in front of their partner. Would you, Melissa? Yeah, like, oh. I don't care. What if your Zoom date from this past weekend said, uh, hey, what do you look like without makeup? Would you go, all right, I'll take it off for you? 
I didn't wear any makeup on the first Zoom date. I wore zero. Remember, I only did my hair. How about the most recent one this past weekend, though? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I would do it. You actually are working relationships in reverse. <laughs> You're starting from no makeup and mm-hmm. then adding it as the relationship goes? That's kind of true, and I don't know why. The first one, I was like, I don't know about this. But he was so fun and easy to talk to. I, I, I put in a little more effort. We as men are really excited when you're that enthusiastic about seeing us. For sure. First time. You know what? I'm not even going to try yeah. at all. No yeah. doubt. I'll try to impress you. Let's talk to a pizza lover here. Hi, Omar. Yeah, hello. Hello. Are you there, Omar? Ooh, this sounds Hello. Hi, uh, nice to talk with you. Uh, Omar, you're a self-described pizza lover, correct? Yes, I am. Uh, how many nights a week would you have pizza if you could? Uh, every day, every meal. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, they say there's a pizza pandemic in place in addition to the regular one where all the frozen pizza is starting to disappear. You heard that, right? No, what? Yeah. Oh, no. It just ruined his day. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we were just discussing it, and uh, Violetta said that she had gone to the grocery store to try to buy a frozen pizza, and all the cheese pizzas were gone. Uh, I don't... Cheese, no. I'd rather do, like, sausage or pepperoni. Well, that was my next question. As a pizza lover, Omar, cheese pizza, is that a pizza of children? Or I, is that a pizza of adults, too? I don't know who... I. It, Honestly, I think it's more like women like the cheese. Uh-huh. They don't like uh, like any meats or anything. Uh, right, but right. my pizza needs like uh, uh, sausage, mushrooms, pepperoni. It can't be just cheese. Like no. if you were having a pizza that was just a cheese pizza, would you feel that it was it was naked? Yeah. Okay. Very. All right. That was my I, question because you know I I find that cheese pizza connoisseurs tend to really stick to cheese pizza and they don't deviate. I mean, this is the way Whip lives his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever he yeah. did when he was eight, he still does now and that's how yeah. it works and it works and I'm not changing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. I'm not trying any new candies. No. I'm not putting anything on my pizzas. I'm not. I'm, right. I'm going straight down the road that I've always been on and never deviating or changing. It's just everybody does the meat differently. Like, I like my pepperoni on top so it can get a crisp. If they're going to put it under the cheese, I don't want it. So yours is just a placement of the pepperoni. Yeah, definitely. Oh. And I always order a pizza, half cheese, half whatever. Like green peppers now, and sausage is my favorite. Do you order it half cheese because it's it's a nod to your childhood and that's all you ate? I, just, that, I enjoy it. That and chicken. Well, I'm saying because yeah. it's a nod to your childhood and you enjoy it. But, you know, just like you, you got to have chicken nuggets and all that kind of stuff. It's oh, like my ranch. kids will only eat cheese pizza, really. Oh, yeah. still? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I make fun of them all the time. And yeah. now my son is finally starting to shift out a little bit. Okay. Oh, is he? Yeah, but it's like, you know, all they would ever order when they were kids, and so that's really all they'll do. Well, do you ever notice it's greasy anyway when the cheese melts? And then if you add meat to it, any meat whatsoever, the grease just that's is out of control. Uh, it's just like <laughs> drips out of good. your mouth. Yeah. I don't that's like that. That's the best part. Yeah, it just kind of grosses me out. Yeah, no, I feel like the plain cheese makes it seem greasier than if you have meats like distracting you from the grease meats distracting you. maybe unless you have a pepperoni that's curling up and then there's a pool like of grease just, now all bets are off you won't really eat a cheese and sausage will you yeah of course i will will you i even like shrimp on my pizza but i did have shrimp, shrimp? on my pizza yeah can't, can't i even that. had shri- yeah. but i had shrimp on my pizza when i was a kid a few times and what? maybe that goes back to that yeah i've never heard of that it's good no. it's good that's that's uh, is it baby shrimp like pizza. from the chinese places yeah like really small shrimp not oh. the jumbo that would be odd no super fan would ever allow one. you in their house. <laughs> <laughs> this might be what's happening in your home right now. Or over the weekend. The stalemate. Who's going to give? You're on week five of your self-quarantine. You and your significant other. And this is when nerves start to fray. Arguments are really kicking up. 
little too closeness might be wearing on you. And you're wondering, okay, who's going to give in first? Who's going to be the first to apologize? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? Why is it so hard to apologize first in relationship fights? Okay. Experts explain. But before we can even understand that, we got to find out generally in a relationship who apologizes first. Oh, Nina. Nina. Yes. Uh, so you're in a relationship right now, married, uh, dating. What are you? We are married for about three years now. Okay. When it comes to apologizing, who is going to be the one to do it first, you or him? My husband. He's going to be the one to apologize first. Really? Now, is that because he just gives in or you hold out or what is it? Um, It's a little bit of both. I hold out and I think he just wants us to do the piece and he doesn't want like anymore, so he'll just apologize for whatever. (laughs) So you question whether or not he truly means it. He might just be trying to end it. Yeah. Uh, That's smart, though. Yeah. You're very astute in that analysis. (laughs) Hold on. Thank you. Hi there, Tia. I do. Hi. You apologize first? You say women apologize. Really? Huh. (laughs) Although he he would say he does. He's a what? (laughs) He would say that he does. He, oh. See, so there's a disagreement in your house. Oh. He thinks he apologizes first, but you think you do. Huh. One of you I, has I to be telling the truth. Do. One of you is not telling us the truth. Who is it really? I really do. All right. All right. Okay. I mean, that's a clean cut. There's no uh, whoever said it first. Ray? Yes. Uh, the men? last two callers uh, believe one says men apologize first, one says women apologize first. You're the tiebreaker. When it comes to relationships, who generally seems to apologize first? Oh, it's it's men for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I would have thought. Oh yeah. You guys think so? Oh, oh without yeah. a doubt. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, for sure. You're saying from personal experience too, Ray? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay. How long will it go if you get into a disagreement uh, with your wife before she would actually apologize? Could you hold out long enough? No way. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, men are usually wrong. Put the character voice on top of that. I'm sorry. But yeah. it makes me laugh. Well, I'm trying. Uh, we just asked <laughs> ten people off the air. Ten people off the air who apologizes first in relationships, men or women. Violetta, what do you think? I think. What do you think the answer is first, and what then? What do you think the results were? Okay, I definitely think women apologize first because I think we're more oh, level-headed God. and oh, we okay. uh, can see an argument maybe from more than just oh, our perspective. Sure. Um, sure. But uh, I think the caller is probably six. People think that women apologize more. Uh, Whip, would you like get on that? Uh, I think eight out of ten said men apologize men first. Men apologize first. What do you think, Melissa? I think seven out of ten men apologize more. The final tally. Ten completely random people in relationships stuck in quarantine with their significant others would know the truth. They say in their houses at least. Seven out of ten women apologize first. Oh, Really? Seven out of ten. Hmm. And sometimes you apologize, you can't even get a response back. It's like, are you going to say it now, too, or not? I don't know. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Just listen to Portugal, man. I don't know. Speaking of uh, hooking up and uh, getting married, Melissa is uh, now uh, dating a guy on Zoom. They've become quite the couple. I believe they are exclusive. Uh, are you, are you exclusive? That. There's been no talks like that. Nothing like that. Nope. But a lot of dates. How many dates have you been on with this one particular person on Zoom? Three. 
And Melissa, my prediction is seems to like this guy because she took the time on date three to put on makeup. The yeah. first two she did not. Right. Nah, I was like, eh, right. we'll see. Right. <laughs> uh, so what happens uh, on your most recent Zoom date? Did you learn anything interesting? Did you did you change the spot with which you did this? Um, a little bit. Um, we decided we were both going to have a, a fire pit. Fire pit, okay. So it so you know, uh, I guess earlier that day he had um, chopped down some dead branches from a tree, oh, you know, and was like, "Yeah, manly." And um, I guess he did fall though, so he kind of got hurt. But um, yeah, so he was burning the the branches, and I said, "You know, that sounds so cool. I definitely want to have like a like a fire pit going. You know, do something different." So it was like a fire pit date. So did you have a fire pit? Yeah, so I did it too. Okay. All right, and uh, how long did the date go? Uh, maybe like an hour. Okay. Is that longer or shorter than previous dates? Um, The first one was about an hour, then the second one was like an hour and a half, and this one was back to an hour. Okay. So still, still long enough. And uh, during that time, do you ever struggle for things to talk about, or does the conversation flow naturally? Not really. You know, I tend to be, I think, a little bit like whip sometimes because I get, I don't like the silence, especially like when you don't know somebody that well. So you start kind of just talking. So did the conversation back to the question, though, what? did it flow naturally or did well, you struggle yeah. to do it? No, yeah, it flowed naturally because, okay. you know, I just kept talking. So from your perspective, it flowed naturally. <laughs> he might not think so because you just kept talking. Um, yeah, I suppose. That okay. Be. Okay. Uh, now, when the Zoom dates end, like what happens? Like we all know what happens generally when regular dates end prior to all of this happening. Now, in the in the Zoom, in the virtual life, the virtual right, dating life, right. like how how do things wrap up? Um, you know, mostly just like um, you know, a conversation about how this feels different. You know, to. Because you're not actually getting to like be with somebody to face grope to face. each other. You're not actually getting the face. Right. Yeah. To grope each other. Did you guys say but, to each other like, "Hey, I'd like to kiss"? If like, I'd like to kiss you. No. Oh, nothing like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never even came up. No. Well, I wonder if like there's virtually no know, physical chemistry whatsoever. No, it's just you know, it's more. It has to be more casual and just kind of fun. But I mean, what's interesting about it is you're just finding out more like about their sense of humor and who they are because you're doing more talking and like less kissing and right. all that less stuff. kissing more talking yeah. now do you think you know this is your third zoom date let's let's just say you go on a couple more okay okay and then out of nowhere the governor says all right i'm lifting let's get back to our lives and we all start to ease back in do you think this is a the kind of guy that will then result in you going out on an actual date and b if that happens will it be strange to see him in person versus on your computer screen like there's there's more comfort on your computer screen because you can keep him at arm's length oh my gosh there's so much more comfort because you're talking but yet you know you're keeping right. distance one click you can ditch him you can never find no, him well yeah. you know Put yourself I, on right. pause. I suppose you could right. um but yeah now it's like i think it would be really hard the first time because it would be very uncomfortable would it be and, awkward and you wouldn't know if you would then be able to transition into like having hmm. additional chemistry than just like being chatting up and being kind of buddy buddy friends you know do you think this will result in oh a face to face meeting ever yes oh, or no I yes think, or no well so far i would say yes okay all right so that means you're 
You're planning on extending these Zoom meetings or these Zoom dates for for some time. Yeah, because these are easy. Okay. These are really easy. What will it take to meet for you two to meet in person? How long? Like, <laughs> like if they lift it, let's say they lift it May fifteenth. When when do you think you'll see him in person for the first time? November. <laughs> I don't know. Probably sometime. You need after to start that. thinking these through. How quickly you want to see him? How much you like him? How quickly you want to see him? And yeah, well, I think that it's made it easier to follow through these Zoom dates to follow through on actually meeting somebody hmm. um, because you already feel like you do know them a little bit. So I don't think it would take that long. But it's so much easier now that the real date might feel so difficult. Like you got to pick a place, you got to right. like decide is he picking you up, you got to get dressed, you got to put makeup on, you got to do your hair. I know all that stuff. You, you guys don't do know how hard pers- it is to be. <laughs> Presentable for another human being. I know. It, it's, I, it is hard. It's right. a lot of work. Oh, man, I know. <laughs> it is. You have no yeah. idea. So just, might as well just lay on your couch. Just yeah. Moan quietly. This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. Our homes have become the center of our universe as we spend more and more time at home. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has ideas to help lower your bills. Visit ComEd.com slash home savings.